Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It is your boy, John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. And we got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we got my friend David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hey, guys. Welcome back, everybody. It is Game That Tune, episode 164, and we are here to have a blast if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, we are going to listen to some video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games with the songs and a little bit of trivia. Goof off, have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week, the fantastic, uh, and no further adjectives needed, just fantastic, me. Uh, I won last week's episode. And... Uh, you know, me, why don't I explain the theme to this week's episode? Oh, thanks, me. Uh, so this week is episode 164, and uh, Johnny, you have a copy of the Game That Tune Charter handy, right? Um, I do, actually, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. What does it say under uh, episode numbers that determine the theme? Uh, okay. Specifically section 64.1. Right, right. Section 64.1, paragraph C, uh, sentence 5 states that in the case of an episode ending with the numbers six immediately followed by the number four uh we are obligated to perform a nintendo 64 themed episode of game that too he's right it's uh it's a great theme and it's in the bylaws so yes tonight is our uh, second ever nintendo 64 themed game and yes, it's uh, you know it's it's one of our oldest and most celebrated traditions. Game that tune sixty four. So I love uh, how you were talking about how like it was going to center around you, and then you immediately handed it off to Johnny to discuss the theme. He's he, he wrote the bylaws. <laughs> yeah, I wrote the bylaws. We all ratified them. You were there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the official. You signed your name so rules. big on those bylaws. <laughs> <laughs> There's only four of us, and there was so you, much space. I thought we had to, like, each take up a quarter of the page. You really John Hancocked it, is what you yeah. did. Yeah. You know, the Declaration of GTT Pendants. You just <laughs> took over the whole document. But, uh, I'm going to yeah, make sure so that we update our cover photo on Facebook to be the signing of the Declaration of Independence with us superimposed. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a Photoshop job waiting to happen. Um... So anyway, yeah, it's a Nintendo 64 themed episode, and uh, I think this one's going to be a lot of fun because we've used plenty of Nintendo 64 games on the show, and there aren't very many Nintendo 64 games. <laughs> so, uh, you know, one could say we, uh, you know, we're scraping the Nintendo 64 barrel here. You know, I don't think we are. I think uh, I think it's a it's a rich, deep barrel that you can just keep scraping. Like you know, it's a uh, it's, it's surprisingly, it's a shallow barrel of games, but a, a deep barrel of tunes and of fondness and, uh, and nostalgia. So I think, uh, I think we got a pretty good show coming up. 
you know, we've, John, uh, I don't think you've ever seen a barrel in your life. I don't think it, that's how barrels work at all. The barrel's deep and wide. <laughs> it's you can yeah. fit a gorilla in there. Yeah, deep with deep with tunes, uh, shallow of games. It's maybe it's more like a kiddie pool. Um, yeah. You heard it know. here first. The Nintendo 64, the kiddie pool of video games. It kind of is. It comes in a lot of yeah. different colored plastics. Uh, you can play with four people. Um, all things, uh, you know, kiddie pool related. So, you know, it's good. Um, and yeah, it's. Uh, I think we got a great show coming up. We got uh, four great games. We got a great fan request. And, uh, you know, just like uh, Nintendo 64 back in the day, we're doing it four-player style. So, Johnny, uh, plug your controller into port number one, and uh, let's, uh, let's start the show. Game one.
All right, so this crossover game is one of the few entirely 2D games on the N64. I do have an additional piece of trivia if you feel that will help. No. Alright, let's see some answers. So, Sean Regan says Mario Tennis, sadly great incorrect. Guess. Jesse Moore says Mischief Makers, sadly incorrect. John Harrington has the correct answer, Magical Tetris Challenge. Now, was that your original guess? I mean, no, it's my guess upon hearing the music. Okay. Uh, yeah, I immediately know that music. Not from playing Magical Tetris Challenge, but from uh, making GTT Gems, which you should check out by going to patreon.com slash game that tune. Uh, check out our GTT Gems show where we take a look back at video game music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. And uh, I recently featured Magical Tetris Challenge on it because it's a lot of fun. Um, so anyway, David, tell us about Magical Tetris Challenge. Who does this game feature? Uh, this is the crossover everyone was demanding between Tetris and the Mickey Mouse series. 
So you can play as Mickey, I believe, uh, Minnie, and Goofy. Uh, in the Game Boy Color version, you could also play as Pete. Like, you can unlock Pete. Um, so, yeah, it's Tetris. But one of, the th- one of the things that was cool about this game was it featured magical Tetris. Where, as you, like, connect pieces and everything and fuck up your opponent, um, you would unlock pieces that you would send over that were not four pieces they were five pieces because every tetris piece is based off of like four blocks arranged in different ways you would unlock five blocks that you'd send over so you would unlock w blocks and u blocks and i believe they were called i blocks it was basically the like the long piece but with an extra one so man you probably fuck somebody up with that get get a pinterest what? Yeah, you can actually get a Pinterest in this game. Um, Interesting. So, but that was all regulated to, like, one mode. There was a, a story mode, um, there was magical Tetris, and then there were, like, basic time attack, score attack. I mean, in the end, it's Tetris, but this is Tetris with Mickey Mouse, and as we established in the beginning... Um, the N64 didn't have a ton of classic games, so I was looking at, like, oh, N64, I played a fuck ton of N64 games, like Ocarina of Time, used it. Oh, Mario yeah. Kart 6, used it. All Jet of your Force first Gemini, choices used we've it. used on the show. Gek <laughs> 64, used it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I pulled out, I had two games in my hands, and I'm not going to reveal the other one, because that may come up on the show later. Uh, and I listened to the soundtrack to that game. It's like, okay, this is very, like, atmospheric, moody, like, okay, that could work. That's like Magical Tetris Challenge. Well, let me check out the soundtrack to this. Like, wait a minute, this soundtrack is fucking funktastic. Yeah, this great. needs to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, man. Similarly yeah. to the uh, the other Disney uh, odd crossover game, uh, you know, Mickey Speedway USA, also funky as hell. So uh, yeah, something about those Disney uh, Disney games on Nintendo sixty four, they uh, they made you get the funk up. Um, Which um, apparently I I didn't realize because uh, I wasn't like clued into the scene at the time this game came out. But uh, apparently there was some backlash when this game came out because this is one of three Capcom games to come out on the N64. So it's like, oh wait, Capcom's making a Disney game on the N64? This is gonna be badass. Like, oh, we're making a Tetris game. That's it? <laughs> Disney wrote us a check and we're gonna cash it. And here's a Tetris game. <laughs> like, yeah. I was you know, really we're going easy. Like there. I was really trying to rack my brain for a second when you said like you weren't in the scene at the time. And I was like, the Tetris scene? The Disney scene? Like, what scene was it? You the were magical playing? Tetris scene. He wasn't quite there. Um, well, I mean, like, I wasn't, like, reading all of the gaming magazines at the time. But, yeah, there was, uh, or in the alt-usenet groups, because this game came out in the late 90s. So, <laughs> the internet those were was dead by quite then, a thing. As, <laughs> as somebody on the internet, those were gone. But if they were gone, then how do people get outraged about things in 1998? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. What, did they just get mad and keep it to themselves? No, they wrote magazines about it. (laughs) Yeah, you started live journals. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's my problem. I wasn't checking checking the uh, Disney Tetris live journal community. 
There it is. Uh, Which I'm sure was a called, thing that existed. Back then they were called web rings. That's what it was all about, those web rings. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, anyway, God. so... <laughs> Remember early pages with web rings where you would, like, click the next button and it would take you to a random page yep. assigned to that web ring? Yeah. I was in, like, five. <laughs> of course you were. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this magical Tetris, David. Is it challenging? I mean, it can get difficult, uh, particularly in the magical Tetris mode. Because, again, you get those, like, five-piece Tetris blocks, and then eventually the game just kind of says, like, fuck you. So it starts sending over blocks. It's like, okay, here's a block. Here's, like, a Tetris piece that's five blocks by five blocks squared. Build around this. Like, cool. <laughs> yeah, eventually you can, like, really mess up your opponent. It'd be pretty great if for the Magical Tetris they gave you, like, a triangle just to, like, really <laughs> fuck with it. It's like, huh? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, what is that, a, a sphere? How? <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm doing pretty Some good in this. Some kind of Tetris sphere? Whoever heard of such a thing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good at this Tetris game. It's like, oh, God, that's, that's an isometric angle. What the hell do I do with this? Is that a Mobius loop? Oh, no. <laughs> That's what we need. We need Tetris Mobius. It's just Tetris never ending. Like. We need MC Escher Tetris. <laughs> oh, God. It's oh, all illusions. God. And the pieces it's just, just fall Tetris, forever. but the pieces like come out of a door on the wall. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, this, uh... it's, it's Tetris, but you never win, you never lose. Yeah. It just keeps playing. And it's got a lot of stairs. Are we describing hell? I think we're describing hell right now. <laughs> so basically, we're describing like Tetris War Games Edition. The only correct move is to never play. Yes, don't, seriously, don't put MC Etris in your fucking system. You don't want to play that like, at all. It's going to get weird, man. Um, we're talking like sixth dimensional Tetris. Oh, yeah. What is the, yeah, like what's the fifth dimension? I'm trying to think. Because yeah, well, there's think already a time a element to it. So I think when you play six dimensional Tetris, your beer turns into water, and <laughs> like, and and you fuck up, and down gets jealous. Like yeah. that's a six dimensional <laughs> Tetris. Is. Oh, good lord! But All that wasn't right. this. I I got a six dimensional Tetris. That's awesome. Now I feel green. Yeah. Now, hmm. now a Teddy Graham is the president. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, they raised the voting age to negative three, so there's nothing you can do about it. If you make a six-dimensional Tetris, you get <laughs> just a singularity. <laughs> like, oh God. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So, dimensional Tetris, great idea. Uh, that maybe that's a game for like an upcoming system. Maybe then get like a magical Tetris challenge featuring Rick and Morty. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> have it be multiverse Tetris. Um, hey Morty, I'm a Tetrino. <laughs> what more do you want out of this? <laughs> I'm T Block Rick. <laughs> Why would you do that? I, yeah, I, I, I just did it. <laughs> what more do you want out of this? <laughs> lots and lots of fucking money. When the Russians tell you to make a Tetris game, you make a fucking Tetris game. <laughs> Turned myself uh, into an L block. I may have fucked up on this. <laughs> anyway, um, Rick and Morty's fine. Uh, Tetris is good. Magical Tetris challenge. Uh, fine, David, by your assessment. I mean, it's 
it's Tetris. Like Tetris has never been bad. Period. <laughs> they they um, added like. <laughs> when has Tetris been bad? Well, the creator of Tetris made that sequel to Tetris known as Hatris. Yep, that was there. It is really good. The hat themed okay, Tetris. Okay, but that's Hatris, not Tetris. Wetrix. I don't uh, know what that is, and I'm not sure I want to know. Oh man, Welch? I thought you knew about Wetrix. It's uh, oh, it's water themed Tetris for the Nintendo 64. It's terrible. <laughs> See here, I thought you guys were going to talk about. I don't know what it's called. I think it's like Hex. Hexagon, everything. The guy who made Tetris apparently made a new puzzle game based around hexagons. Great. I'm not Jesus. sure how that works, but that Ugh. Tetris guy really should have quit while he was ahead. Like, <laughs> what if like Tetris, a... but it's all stop signs? Yeah, I got you a stop sign right here. Just make another Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, in the end, the guy made Tetris. Like, yeah, so you quit because you know you can't do better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, you realize then that you've peaked out, you've created literally the perfect game, and you just stop. Well, you that's stop. why he made Hatris. Is like, okay, if I make a game with hats, maybe people will stop asking me to make games again. Well, you see, though, but then Valve did that with Team Fortress 2, and people uh, still want them to make games, so it doesn't that's quite... That's true. Yeah. I do love the idea of Hattrick just being like that, you know, somebody pressuring him for his next big idea and he's just got nothing. And he's like, uh, and looking around. <laughs> like the guy pressuring him is wearing a hat. It's like, what about hats? <laughs> how about Hattrick? I think that's how most spin off television shows get made. Exactly. I was going to say, I feel like Hattrick is the same origin story as the prequel trilogy from Star Wars, where they go to the creator. It's like, what do you got lined up? It's like, oh, I got so much lined up. I got so much lined up. I have so many ideas. Like, all right, here's a check. We want you to proceed. Uh, sure. Like, yeah. the Clone Wars. That's wars fought with clones. <laughs> of course. That's what that's about. Yeah. What's this Hatchers thing? It's Tetris. With hats. Uh... I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'll flesh the rest out as we go Damn along. It, Petronov, you're a genius. It's gonna have a deep, deep story. Yeah, it's it's a classic romance that Hattress. <laughs> so. All right, Lucas, I'm gonna write you this check, check number sixty-six. Go ahead and cash this, and go make us some Star Wars prequels. <laughs> That's a good idea. I like that. I like that. Thank you. I'll take this. Take this immediately. Uh, anyway, oh, this um, much better than what I was gonna do with Order sixty-nine. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Oh, God. That's a much better ending. <laughs> Anakin 69 all those kids. Um. <laughs> I like the idea of George Lucas looking at his script like, Order 69. No, no, no. What if I... 66? Okay, yeah, that works. That works. Sure. Dig it. Six, 69 of them. All of them. Not just the men. The women and children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, David, anything else on Magical Tetris Challenge? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Game two.
Alright guys, so this game introduced a new 3D mode to the series. Um, and it features a two-player game mode or a, you know, one-player versus computer game mode. However, if you play the computer in the 3D mode, the AI becomes erratic and usually defeats itself. Do you guys need uh, any more trivia? Please. Um, so there's some hidden files in the game code of uh, game of unknown game developers, like audio recordings of unknown game developers professing love for their significant others. That doesn't help. Yeah, thanks, John. Wow. Like a bunch of unused like proposals hidden inside the game? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> I have a sound clip I could play maybe that helps helps you. it's gonna be a giveaway though. I don't need a giveaway, I know what the game is. Oh, okay. I don't, but I've already written down my answer, so go ahead and play it and make me feel bad. Nah, I won't make you feel bad. I'll play it. But I'm not gonna make you feel bad. Um, okay, let's see. Jesse says Halo 64, that's incorrect. David I can't it's a little dark, I can't read yours. Ha NBA hang time, that's incorrect. And uh, John says Pokemon Puzzle League, which is correct. This is Pokemon Puzzle League for the Nintendo 64. Oh, the one for the Nintendo 64. Cool, yes, John. Not the one for the Game Boy Color. No, no. Pokemon not Puzzle uh, shit had a different name. Pokemon <laughs> Puzzle shit. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's good Why you chose the, the N64 Pokemon? version for our Nintendo 64 themed game uh, show. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Very nice. How did they make so, yeah. this 3D? What 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 was that? Uh, so basically, instead of playing on a flat field, that's like I think the usual field is six blocks wide for the Puzzle League series. Um, it's like I think it's about 12 or 18 blocks wide and on a cylinder. Hmm. So it's still kind of I guess it's really, it's really like 2D, but you can like you know there's no left there's no go edges, around a right? cylinder, so it's like yeah. po Pokemon Puzzle Can. Yeah. Pokemon Puzzle Can. Yeah. <laughs> I would buy that from a vending machine, like, no questions asked. I don't care what's in the can, exactly. I'm buying it. Yeah. Thank you, David, for demonstrating to our uh, live viewers the cylinder that you currently have. Uh, rocks glass. Oh, Jesse with that you know attractive game, that tune, Cup. Also cylindrical. Um, 
But yeah, uh, I don't remember that can version of the game at all. I just remember uh, playing this once and being like, man, I, I don't know about this. This doesn't really click with me. Uh, yeah, one cool thing about this game was that it had full motion video of clips from, you know, the Pokemon anime. Right. I do remember that. And I do have a clip here to play of the intro. Oh, I love that anime. Hi, Professor Oak. Hello, Ash. I have an important message for you. They're starting an official Puzzle League tournament, and you are selected as one of the challengers. <laughs> I'll go sign up. I'm so proud of you, Ash. Being selected for this event is such an honor. Well, there's no time to explain everything. You must hurry. Well, let's go. <laughs> Wait! Don't forget to come and see me in my office in Puzzle League Village. Yeah. Did you hear me, Ash? Eager to prove themselves in this new type of Pokemon battle, Ash and Pikachu race to Pokemon Puzzle League Village. There it is, Pikachu. Are you ready for another new challenge? Pikachu! Wow. I like how your sound clip that might contain a spoiler or might be a giveaway to the answer features <laughs> like all of the recognizable Pokemon characters and the phrase puzzle league <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't play that, John. That would have been just a little bit of a giveaway. <laughs> um, I love that story setup. Like, Ash, there's a new league. You're in it. No time to explain. Go. <laughs> yeah, just get here. Just play puzzles. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll go. It's like, yeah, the, uh, you know, I'll explain later. See ya. <laughs> okay. I mean, to be fair, that is like seasons one through six of the Pokemon anime. of Just Ash going somewhere. Just like, oh, by the way, shit's happening. You should be there. All right. Yeah. But I'm just, I mean, literally, you know, not literally somebody being like, eh, you know, there's details, but I'll explain later. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> You know, usually Professor Oak, he's a details man. He uh, he gets you gets you on the right track. He gets you started, gives you your Pokemon, sends you on your way. But uh, yeah, no, not in this case. It's like, yeah, oh, there's a puzzle league. Go, and uh, Ash and Pikachu run off to join the puzzle league. And now, so th yeah, that means yeah, there is a story mode to this, right? Isn't it just puzzle battles against fucking pictures of other like guys from Pokemon <laughs> anime? Basically, <laughs> like yeah. So you play, I think, the eight trainers, the Elite Four, Gary, Giovanni, I think Team Rocket shows bug up. Bugcatcher? Um, oh, no. man, the bug boy. <laughs> Bugcatcher's awesome. No, you play, I think there's 15 opponents, uh, including Mewtwo. Um, and yep. I believe this is, this is the first game in the U.S. with Meryl and Togepi. It's the first game in the U.S. with any Gen 2 Pokemon in it. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, if you say so, I'll I'll buy it. But I mean, to be fair, like right. Pokemon <laughs> did weird <laughs> shit like that, where they're like, "Hey, here's an incredibly important Pokemon from an upcoming game. We're gonna put it in some weird ass random spinoff." Like, I feel like one of the the new like Pokemon got put in Pokemon Go. Like, Ho-Oh was in the first episode of the anime for some reason? Like, Pokemon has a history of doing stuff like this. I like it. Yeah, Pokemon in the anime doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Wait, wasn't, wasn't Ho-Oh in, like, literally the first episode of the anime flying by? That's what be, he said. Yeah, sorry. That's what yeah. he said. All right, yeah, sorry. John, you really got to pay attention. Jeez. I mean, I know I mostly spout off bullshit, but sometimes I have legitimate points. Now, my brain heard that he appeared in the anime first, not literally the first episode. Sorry, I tuned that detail out. But yeah, that uh, good old ho-ho. Anyway, I'll edit that out. Um, 
Uh, let's talk more about those uh, Astro Boy references you made last week that I definitely listened to. Um, Ass guns? No, not those. Uh, the things I heard you say and definitely didn't just talk out of my ass and respond to like I'm doing right now. Um, but yeah, so there's a bunch of playable characters in this game, which I think is kind of cool because they're all like the trainers. You, it's not just like Ash and Gary. You can play as other trainers from the uh, from the series. You can play yeah, as Brock and Misty cares. and you know Koga, my man Koga. Lieutenant Charge. Whoever the hell Tracy Sketchit is. Who the hell's Tracy Sketchit? Uh, that's the main character from Pokemon Snap. Is he? Yeah, I, he joins yeah. the anime later. Um, oh, oh yeah. good. Tracy, um, you play as him in Pokemon Snap, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's in the Pokemon anime like after Ash completes like the main Kanto region and then goes on to the like the Orange Islands. He meets Tracy. Oh and that's yeah. That's how they tie it into Pokemon Snap. Isn't he in the uh, the anime when Ash completes the main Pokemon Kanto region and then goes to the Orange Islands, and that's how they tie it into Pokemon Snap? Exactly, John. You know precisely <laughs> what you're discussing, and clearly not listening to anybody else. Uh huh. Cool, cool, cool. Just making sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it, you know. It, uh, so, Johnny, did you actually play Pokemon Puzzle League? Because yeah, the, you know this. No, uh, this but I I did play Tetris Attack, which is basically the same game. I was gonna say of Yoshi, it's Pokemon. I, I was I gonna don't say think it's that's like, true. <laughs> Pokemon Puzzle League? You mean Panel de Pod? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is that Tetris Attack? I mean, th yes. there's nothing really Tetris about this. It's like there's it's nothing like Tetris about Tetris Attack. Oh, okay, we all cool. pick Tetris games. God damn it! <laughs> you know. I, thought I was going to fool everybody by talking about Wetrix earlier. Like, you know, nobody would see that coming. Um, but yeah, no, okay, so maybe I haven't played Tetris Attack. I thought Tetris Attack was just Tetris, but you got to pile garbage on top of your opponent. Uh, is it just, <laughs> like, tile swapping like this, where you have to match yes. three? And it, you know, that, it's literally the same game. Damn. The thing about the 64 version that's kind of nice is, since the Nintendo 64 processor is faster, you can actually play the game faster. Like, you can actually move around between things faster, swap things faster. I like so, it. in a, the two-player mode can actually get, like, pretty competitive if you're fast at this. Right. Because, yeah, this shit just never clicked for me. I, you know, I remember trying it. I'm like, wait a minute, you can only flip things, like, left and right, and... Hmm... Nope, somehow this isn't equating in my brain. Like, the, the the blocks move up from the bottom, and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I may, yeah. I need to play more and of this, these games. This game has something like five different endings to it. Ooh! Um, <laughs> the all-important yeah, like Pokemon could, Puzzle League story. <laughs> <laughs> like, based on what uh, difficulty it'll be played on, you face different, like, final boss. Like, um, I think on easy mode, you end at uh, Giovanni. Um... It's, I think, hard mode, like, you get to uh, fight Gary after Giovanni, and on, like, super hard, very hard and super hard, you get to fight Mewtwo after Giovanni, after, um, Gary. Nice. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, you get a couple, like, extra bosses if you play through the harder modes. I like it. I like, uh, yeah, playing uh, Tetris stack <laughs> against Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah. With 15 unlockable characters, all of them purely cosmetic. Yeah, that's the other thing. I, I think I if mean, I remember correctly, it's like you get to choose a Pokemon and it's just kind of there. It doesn't. Yeah, you know, I thought it'd be like uh, like playing Bust a Move or something, where like it has a different attack pattern or like the type matters or something. But I no, don't no, think no. it does. Pure puzzle. Cool. Pure puzzle action. So there's there's a ton of unlockable characters, but is every character like a different type? 
like, you get to unlock one grass type, one poison type, one ground type, etc. I didn't look that deep into it once I saw that they're all cosmetic. I was like, well, whatever. Yeah, it's it's you get it's different trainers, and each trainer has three Pokemon, and you know the board, all the tiles are colored, and they have different types attached to them, but they are meaningless. <laughs> so. Well, the only reason I'm asking is like, because if it is just cosmetic, and if it is related to type, that would really suck. If you're like a huge like Bellsprout fan. And you unlock the grass-type Pokemon, and it's Bulbasaur. Like, well, fuck that. I don't care. What Bulbasaur is so cute? Yeah, though. who the what fuck do doesn't mean? care about Bulbasaur? I'm gonna I knife that okay. motherfucker. Yeah. Alternatively, and if you're a Belgium. huge like Nido King fan, and the poison type is coughing, and you're like, well, I don't give a shit. Coughing well, that- is great too, you asshole. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, I'm arguing <laughs> hypothetically. My point is, like, stop arguing hypothetically against all the best Pokemon. <laughs> I know. Oh, what if it's Gengar? Oh, wait, if people like Gengar See, but too. You know what the secret though is, David? All the Pokemon are the best Pokemon. Yeah, the Pokemon. <laughs> They're no, all but, great. And there's plenty of different Pokemon. That's the thing. So you know, really, the argument would be like, okay, I want to play as you know Golbat, but I don't want to play as Golbat controlled by Koga. You know, like that would be the thing. But like, you know, it, there's a good amount of Pokemon. Not all 150, obviously, but like, you know, there's probably some crowd pleasers in there. But again, the types mean nothing. It's you know, it's just it's the picture that is on the like the background of your board as you play the game. <laughs> so, you know, it's it, I'm sure you can find somebody you'd like to play as. It's okay. Yeah, there's dude. something. You can play as Bellsprout. <laughs> Something for everybody. Well, I mean, the only reason that I bring this up is because my favorite Pokemon is Pinsir, and every time they talk about like bug Pokemon, it's like here's Butterfree. It's like no, fuck that. I want. Well, yeah. I want the like four foot tall Stag Beetle. I don't want a Butterfree. Butterfree does objectively suck. Um, But I think the worst bug. See, and I think the problem is when, you know, talking about the anime, which this is based on, I think they tend more towards Scyther, not Pinsir. So there's no, probably Scyther, not Pinsir. And Scyther's cool. You know, he's yeah, like he's a dragon bug with blade hands, but Pinsir. Yeah, I mean, he's cool, anime. but he's not he, Pinsir cool. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Scyther is anime friendly. You know what I mean? Like he's got, he's I don't know, ready for anime. Pinsir yeah. has hands. Like, Scyther can't shake your hands. Yeah, but Scyther's got more of a face. He doesn't have that weird vertical mouth that scares kids. Yeah, like, I could see Scyther in an episode of Dragon Ball Z, no problem, but I can't see Pinsir in an episode of Dragon Ball Z. Johnny, I want you to change your Twitter handle. Keep your current title, but please add anime friendly. Uh, I like that we're getting Johnny on a real anime kick these last couple episodes. He's really thinking in terms of anime friendly. I love Japanimation. <laughs> cool. Save that as a sound. Play that anytime you're confused by something in the future. Johnny, anything else on Pokemon Puzzle League? No, I think it's you know it's a pretty solid you know uh, Puzzle League game. Um, if you like Tetris Attack, you'll probably like this. Uh, it's got full motion video, and it's actually pretty good looking full motion video. 
Like, it's, it's not even just like, oh, it looks good for the Nintendo 64. Like, no, it just looks good, period. Like, right, yeah, like, that. you know, the videos in this, they're, like, pretty good-looking full-motion videos. It's not even, like, good-looking just for the Nintendo 64. It's like, oh, that's just good-looking full-motion video. <laughs> you just repeat everything I just said, John. Did I? He's been oh, doing God. that all episode. Where have you been? God, am I having a stroke? Or it's like a you? time loop. You got a bit block in your brain or something? <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah. But, yeah, like, um, and it's probably, like, you know, po Pokemon the anime, I mean, it is only, like, what, 10 frames a second tops, right? Like, it's probably not that hard to compress it and make it look good on a cartridge compared to, say, a, a 30 frame per second, you know, computer-generated video or something. Right. Um, so, it was probably probably a little forgiving, which is why it looks, you know, good. But, uh, yeah. you know, it looks good. It's, it's video on a cartridge, which is pretty impressive. Nobody really does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, the game's fun. <laughs> it's Pokemon anime themed Tetris Attack. So, uh, you know, there you have it, man. Let's uh, let's keep it going to the next game, Johnny. Game three.
All right. So this game, uh, I got to say, it's surprising that this series stalled out after having two entries on the Nintendo 64, especially considering that the first game sold over a million copies and was a player's choice title for the system. feeling i just want to clarify one point you said this game did have a sequel yes okay also on the nintendo 64 hmm? oh okay yeah double dipping while everybody's finalizing those answers let me just uh, thank our requester this is our fan request for the evening this one came to us via discord uh so thank you kel thank you dell thank you jet steel Thank you, Silvernova. Uh, thank you, everybody that requested this game. So let's see some answers, guys. I'm definitely wrong now. Let's see. Uh, David says 1080 snowboarding, which has previously been used on the show, which is incorrect. But he was on the right track because Johnny and Jesse have the correct answer. It's Snowboard Kids. I'm so glad I picked bonus music for this episode. Yeah, oh, trust me, baby. You know, we're going to hear it. I'll find a way. Um, <laughs> but in the meantime, let's talk about these kids and their snowboards. Uh, snowboard Kids, a game that asks the important question, what if there were some kids and they snowboarded? Moving on. Sold. Uh, <laughs> no, uh... Game four. <laughs> 
what a game Snowboard Kids was. We all played it, right? It was a million seller. Johnny, you bought, what, 700,000 copies of this? I did. I was personally responsible for <laughs> about three quarters of a million sales. I designed Snowboard Kids, and I also promised everybody a second one, so I had to buy like 700,000 copies. <laughs> They're my Snowboard kids. kids. Snowboard Kids was the creation of Atlas coming to my house and talking to me for a few hours. Yeah, I am Snowboard Kids. Yeah, now, you know, J- you know Johnny, as you're snowboarding, is it possible to get shooted? Um, yeah, you can't get booted, though. No, yeah, no booting. <laughs> but there's some shooting. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and then Atlas was like, that's good, that's good note. And cool. So, s- snowboarding, shooted, sold. Uh, get that off to development. Thank you very much. Because, yes. Get the game that Toon Cannon references in this episode are so deep. Mm-hmm. They'll put your ass to sleep. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so uh, we all played Snowboard Kids at some point, right? I actually did, yes. It's a pretty yeah. good game. Yeah, I feel like this was that game that uh, I was surprised to learn that it sold a million copies because it seems like... It sold, like, one copy to every blockbuster in the country and then was always rented out when I tried to rent it. It was like that game I got to play once when I rented it and then again when Johnny rented it. <laughs> so. yeah, I recall this game taking up a whole memory card for some reason. Is that, does that sound right? I like, don't know. I, could, I swear to God, I remember it was like to save anything, you had to basically dedicate a whole memory card to this one game, which is kind of ridiculous. That feels more like a Madden thing. Like you had to save a whole Madden season to a fucking like, oh. Nintendo 64 memory card. But like, I hated that. What could you have to save to Snowboard Kids? Like Ghost Data or something? I think Ghost Data was it, but like it had pre-allocated it, or, or you know what I mean? They're like, kids. Wasn't like, oh. They're not as big as normal people. Yeah, they should fit on the <laughs> cars. <laughs> Um, I thought there was a sound coming. Anyway, uh, no, yeah, I, like it, <laughs> what, I, I keep trying to get that Mario that. 2 sound, damn Hold it, and I'm sound. never going to get one. Play the kids' sound. We have, Friends. All, we have all sorts of sound effects, so we never use them anymore. <laughs> Jesus. There we yes, because if anything says Snowboard Kids, it's Colossus. <laughs> Snowboard Kids. Um... I always but wanted to rent this game, but they never had it. It was always yeah, rented no. out. It <laughs> feels like a rarity. But yeah, no, seriously, with the memory card thing, like, there's only like nine tracks in this game and like six characters. There can't be that much ghost data to save. I don't, I don't get it. But um, no, this game was fun. So Johnny, uh, talk to us about Snowboard Kids. Give us your favorite Snowboard Kids memory. Tell us about, you know, your favorite kid. Well, oh God, kid. I don't remember. I don't remember the favorite kids, but I remember having to work pretty hard to unlock the feather board. I remember that being like the most pain in the ass board to unlock, but once you did it, it was like the coolest snowboard. Uh, because it got you the most hang time, so you could pull off the most tricks. Because uh, did you get points for pulling off tricks? Probably. Game, I think you did. Seems like the kind of thing. I mean, how else do you make a snowboard racing game? And I don't well, know. Well, it was like Mario Kart, because I think you had power ups and you could like hit people with. Yes, things. John, we've established. You could get shooted. That was the <laughs> that was the joke I was making there. It's a fucking snowboarding game where you shoot stuff at people. Like, yeah. It's, Del uh, says I should say Jack Frost was my favorite snowboard kid. <laughs> That's true. It was an Atlas game, wasn't it? So Jack Frost clearly had to be a part of it. Yeah. Especially um, with the snow. Right. It all makes sense. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, I don't have any clear memories of this game. <laughs> like, I remember it not quite making sense trying to make a Mario Kart style racing game out of snowboarding. It's like, well, once you're at the bottom of the mountain, 
the, the race is over. Like, you can't have laps. But they've, yeah. they fooled me. They got me good. Yeah. Do you remember what happens at the bottom of the mountain when you're playing these games? Does it end? No. You get to the bottom of the mountain, you ski into a chairlift, and it just puts you back at the top, and that's your lap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just ride right into the lift, and it, that's, the, that's the fucking lap. It's, uh, that's it's smart. The, it's a good workaround. <laughs> but, you know. I personally, I, I you know, I would have liked the like a little cutscene of you riding the chairlift and getting to look at the mountain and stuff. But no, it's an action-packed <laughs> racing game. You gotta just zoom right back to the top. It's like when Mario Kart added in those cannons for all those like downhill mountain levels. It's like it makes no sense trying to make somebody drive up this whole mountain just to drive back down it. So let's just add cannons. And Snowboard Kids is like, yeah, I don't know, fucking magic chairlift, and so we're gonna do lap races on mountains. That's how it's gonna be. Like, Sure. I was going to say, it's like, I would have liked a little scene where you could ride up the ski lift and look at the mountains. Like, that would re- have required rendering. <laughs> That's not possible on the N64. Yeah. So. Have you played one? <laughs> not their strong suit. Um, could you imagine watching lap snowboard racing at, like, the Olympics, where the, the lap down the down the track takes, like, maybe nine seconds, yeah. and then about 30 to 45 minutes of riding the lift back up. It's a giant slalom course, and then they have to do their best to, like, you know, square up with the chairlift and ride it back to the top. Like, that's, you know, it's like doing a good pit move in, like, uh, in like NASCAR. Like, you get a crew to sit you in the chairlift and get you back but up I, there. I would love to have that uh, camera crew to, you know, cut back to, like, and yeah, there's so-and-so in the chairlift still making the way up. Up. Ten minutes into it, they got about twelve <laughs> minutes left till so they're back at the top of the next lap. You know they could incorporate. You know they have that one event uh, where you ski and then you shoot with a rifle. They Fuck could yeah. have you yeah. could do like the rifle from the um, the ski lift, and On, so it's yeah. like a moving marksman. <laughs> While you're riding you know? the chairlift, you have to shoot things. <laughs> Good lord, that's a great idea. You know, can oh, we get this God. at like the next X Games? And yeah, you know, I while think we're at Sean it, White would be all over this. Can we put like rockets on the snowboards? And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Can we put rockets on the rifle? So instead of a rifle, you're shooting a rocket launcher. <laughs> now, when you pull the trigger, does it shoot the rifle out of your hands like a rocket? And then, as it's flying through the air like a rocket, does it then shoot as a gun? Like, <laughs> I don't understand yeah. rifle rockets. <laughs> if if you have a rifle or a rocket launcher. Do you also start avalanches? <laughs> I was going to say, my idea was a rocket launcher instead of the rifle, so you have to aim vaguely in the area of the target. But instead, I like the idea of a rifle in place of a rocket, so you have to, like, shoot twice? What's the time penalty for starting an avalanche? Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's all part of the strategy of the thing. If you bury your opponents... <laughs> Then, you know, a chairlift ride really doesn't eat into your time as much. See, um, that makes you want to get to the bottom as fast as possible because then you can avalanche the rest of the, com- like, other people in the race. Exactly. But see, if the other people then have saved their uh, their rifle rocket blast, they can just, like, somehow shoot their way out of the avalanche <laughs> and just keep going. God, so instead of shooting at a... one of the targets, they shoot the ground to propel themselves out of the collapsed snow. <laughs> why? Please? As we're saying all this, why isn't there a third Snowboard Kids game? <laughs> like, yeah, th- what the hell, guys? <laughs> please listen to everything we're saying. Make it Snowboard Kids 3. <laughs> With rocket launchers. <laughs> it's like an open world thing set on a mountain <laughs> involves 
Yeah, rising to the bottom, chairlifting back to the top, causing avalanches, escaping avalanches. Yeah, and it's kids, so it's fun. Basically, Grand Theft Snowboard. Yeah. It sounds kind of right. like steep mixed with just cause. <laughs> Go, you fucking crazy. All right, Atlas, we have a we have a pitch for the new snowboard kids. All right, we're listening. It's an open world around a mountain. Okay, open world games are popular, and everyone has a rocket launcher. All right, and Go sometimes on. those rockets are rifles. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, sometimes it shoots rifles instead of rockets. <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> How did you get in my office? <laughs> and there's chairlifts everywhere. <laughs> P.S. I am not a crackpot. Yeah, I'm a snowboard kid. P.P.S. Uh, it would be perfect for Switch. Seriously, it's uh, it's just right there. You can put the little Switch con- or the Joy Cons on your feet and ride them like a <laughs> snowboard. <laughs> what? <laughs> Definitely wouldn't crush them or give yourself Joy Con drift. You just <laughs> you'd, snowboard you'd the- kids Armageddon. <laughs> Coming to Switch. <laughs> oh man, those Joy-Con kids! It's uh, it's a good idea. Now, nah, yeah, I, I like all this nonsense because yeah, there's not much to say about snowboard kids. Fun snowboard racing game, shooting, uh, characters that look like Ziggy. I mean, there's really not much to it. <laughs> kids, <laughs> please write us and tell us if you know who the fuck Ziggy is. Yeah, make some, some big nose references here. <laughs> They're little kids with big noses. It's a little Ziggy. It's uh, like, snowboard kids <laughs> Ziggy, but less preaching and more snowboarding. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot less Christianity in the snowboard kids. <laughs> but I love the idea of one of the snowboard kids being super hardcore religious who stops and instead of shooting a rocket launcher, just preaches about how we should all like get along. I'm into it. Uh, no, really that's not that. That would be nice, but you know what the reality is. It would not be about how we should all get to get along. It would be about how all the other snowboarders are going to hell, and it is his <laughs> mission to save every single one of them. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, yeah, that's another great element for the open world game. You got to dodge the religious fanatics by snowboarding. <laughs> so it's like Far Cry Five. <laughs> so game obviously, <laughs> Snowboard Kids Three is set on a mountain in Utah. <laughs> Yeah, game so starts. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's at the lodge, and somebody comes knocking on the door. And they try to give you a copy of the Watchtower, and then you have to start snowboarding instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mormons are surprisingly not that preachy. They, they're just so nice; they make you feel bad for not being Mormon. Like that's what they do. That sounds their- like snowboard kids. It's just yeah. so nice; it makes you feel bad that every game isn't snowboard kids. Filled with kindness. Yeah, so anyway, uh, more Mormons in uh, snowboarding video games, please. And uh, thank you, thank you, everyone that made this fan request. This was uh, easily the most, uh, like, easily selected fan request ever because everyone requested it. So, great yeah, game, it be- fantastic it soundtrack. An SBK. Yeah! Which uh, I thought meant Super Burger King. Nice but- job, John. Yeah. <laughs> Way to pay attention. So, you know, someone said SBK in the chat, and you responded to that, and not the thing two lines earlier where someone did snowboard kids. You're just like, oh, SBK, it must be Burger King. <laughs> you know, <laughs> attention. Did you flip into like a, uh, um, a Brian Regan impression? <laughs> well, like, I'm going to say <laughs> a little bit. I, oh, no. <laughs> I'm subscribed to the fast food subreddit, okay, and take from that what you will. <sighs> anyway, <Game>. thanks everybody. Oh. 
Okay, so uh, three characters who were playable in the previous entry in the series are not featured in this game. Uh, bonus point if you can tell me those three characters. Anybody need additional trivia for this one? Yes. Really? <laughs> uh, so, contrary to uh, some people's uh, memories, this is not the first fighting game released for Nintendo 64. That makes me feel better and worse about my guess. Cool! Oh, Johnny, since Burning Rangers. That's so sadly incorrect. David and Jesse both guessed the first fighting game released for the Nintendo 64, Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Also incorrect. I am surprised that I got a strikeout on you guys with this one. This is Killer Instinct Gold. Oh, oh shit. Fuck. Yeah. C to the O to the MBO. 
Oh, that's what she was saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wow, yeah. So a uh, bunch of big Killer Instinct fans out here, huh? I mean, you don't have to be a Killer Instinct fan. Nobody fucking played gold. Like, ugh. <laughs> oh, this game was fine. It was basically just a big SNES game. <laughs> like, uh, anybody got I memories remember, of this? <laughs> well, I remember arcade cabinets for, the, for Killer Instinct advertising that was running on the Ultra 64 hardware. Yeah! Didn't... Yeah, you know, so the original Killer Instinct, they had that thing, it's like, coming soon for the Ultra 64! And it's like, oh, god damn, I need to play this. And it's like, okay, well, the Killer Instinct's not coming to Ultra 64, it's gonna be the second one. So, uh, keep an eye out for that! <laughs> and it's like, alright, uh... I really love those commercials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, said, we couldn't uh, get the know. first one out! Yeah, we had to delay the system, so now it's gonna be the second one, Killer Instinct 2 for Ultra 64. Honest ads. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, oh man, this kind of just looks like an SNES game, doesn't it? Fuck. You know, we... Uh, wait. You tell me the Ultra 64 can oh hold on. <clears throat> You're telling me the Ultra 64 can't even handle the full motion video cutscenes of the arcade game? God damn! How are we gonna sell this console? Uh, <laughs> if I I'm so pissed like, at our sales team right now. They made a bunch of promises that we cannot keep. <laughs> if I wasn't legitimately afraid for your larynx, John, I would request <laughs> you do the rest of the show in that voice. I can do as much of it as I want. I can really try it. Um, so anyway, Killer Instinct Gold for Nintendo 64. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's quite a game. Does anyone remember the three characters that disappeared after the first Killer Instinct? Riptor... Yes. Skeleton guy. No. And Spinal's been in all. Spinal is dope. Yeah, he's my favorite. <laughs> what was the no, third one? Jake's said? not a character. Black Orchid. <laughs> Black Orchid's your main character. She's your heart. Uh. Let's pretend for a second that I've played Killer Instinct Gold. Yeah. Uh. So no, they got rid of Chief Thunder and Cinder. <laughs> And um, you did get one right. Riptor. Riptor's gone, which is very disappointing to me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, how do you get rid of the fucking dinosaur? Seriously, if you have like, a game where you can play as a dinosaur, you should be able to play as a dinosaur in every single version. I mean, you know, it's it, it's a big story-based game, and it's just hard to write dinosaur stories, I guess. I don't know. Uh, John, I write dinosaur stories on the internet all the time. All right, Johnny. You know, write me a fighting game story arc for a dinosaur for the second time. Done. I'm sorry, you lost oh, me at Kelly's. I mean, right now. You now? Oh. Give me the story right now. And don't you copy your yeah, tech Killer in Instinct, one. the big story-driven game. It's like, um... Yeah. Hey, yeah, everybody's what? got a story, and they're all epic and very important. They're uh, pretty killer. <laughs> yeah, and some of them, uh, they've got the instinct. Uh, yeah, no, they don't stink. They're great stories. Do you want me to just read everybody's story synopsis uh, in the voice of the killer instinct guy? <laughs> yes, Please. in the voice. That's that's key. Oh, so oh, whose story? For each character. <laughs> whose story do you need filled in, David? Riptor. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna go with Glacius then. 
The original Glacius defeated Cinder and returned home. A distant relative of Glacius, 2,000 years in the past, heeds a distress call and comes to Earth. His goal is to find his lost brethren and return home. Spinal. Yeah. Spinal was destroyed by Chief Thunder in the first tournament. Gargos, however, had one of his own in the past. Spinal now fights for vengeance and for freedom. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, let me interrupt for a second. So, Chief Thunder is not a character in this game. Chief Thunder defeated Spinal, and Spinal is a character in this yeah, game? He just, like, he just, just like, peaced out. <laughs> hold the yeah. fuck up. So, like, he yeah. killed a character, and the character he killed is here, and he's not? To get sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a time travel element in play, so... Yeah. Of course there fucking is. This spinal was destroyed, what? and then Saber someone... <laughs> I love literally synopsis said, Gargos had his own spinal in the past, so here he is. Like, uh -huh. I feel like... like I don't understand why they didn't bring back the dinosaur, because his whole plot could just be, he's a dinosaur, fuck you, why are you reading fuck this? You. Yeah, and when there's a time travel element in play, like, you know, you're in the past, might there be a dinosaur? Yes! <laughs> There's a dinosaur. You're in the past. He's in the future. Who gives a fuck? There's a dinosaur. Just enjoy this goddamn game. Fuck you. Yeah, beat it 64. up. Ultra 64. Ultra 64. I love how this game features characters like a giant flaming monster, a giant ice Not monster, a dinosaur, right. and Werewolf. a skeleton warrior. And they're sitting here like, no, no, no. It's important that we focus on the plot. Yeah, you know it's pretty impossible. That's what we really want to sell here. Pretty impossible. Native Americans, get him out of here. Man, I just downloaded a new one on Xbox. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. It's one of the reasons I would almost like an Xbox. I would like to play some new Killer Instinct because I'm sure they've gotten more tasteful over time. One of the Battle Toads is in it. That's dope. Does does Orchid still flash people to kill them? Um, I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I do well, also deep. like that one of the new characters in the new game is basically the girl from the ring. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so new characters in uh, in gold. Uh, you got some people from the past. Uh, you got Gargos, the new demon, uh, who replaces Idol from the first game. You have Kim Woo. She's a martial artist. Uh, and then you have Maya, an Amazonian queen, and Tusk. A legendary barbarian. <clears throat> a legendary barbarian and warrior champion of the ancient world. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Big, uh, big doings here. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, uh, Anthony had this game and he would beat all our asses with, uh, I think Jago. Yeah, fuck Jago, man. Jago's so uninteresting. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's like a, he's a ninja guy. He's the series Ryu. It's just not that cool. You know, See, you know, and that's why I was like, oh, we've got this character, we're going to keep a generic ninja. Alright, to do so, we're going to get rid of a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> like, why is yeah. the dinosaur gone? Yeah, you know, or the cool Native American guy with thunder powers. What's wrong with that? He's like fucking Native American Thor. What's the what's the issue? Why would you keep Jago? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Just you know, like of all the people to get rid of, you get rid of the fucking Human Torch, the dinosaur, and you know Native American Thor. Terrible ideas. Yeah, but, but you we got keep skeleton because hey, like hey, in Spinal is cool. Whoa, Spinal okay. is cool. He's, <laughs> he's a pirate okay. skeleton. He's okay. got a sword and a shield, and he's a skeleton. Okay, Johnny, get ready on the soundboard. Hot take in terms of like 
fighting game character monsters, a dinosaur is far more interesting than a skeleton. That's not a hot take. I'm not playing this out for that. That's I agree. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, dinosaur's far cooler. But Spinal's cool. So yeah. no, hold on, wait, whoa, John, excuse me. Hot take. He finally is not cool. What the fuck do to get a soundboard clip? God damn. <laughs> Spinal is Spinal's cool. cool, which he's not. Come he's on. A skeleton. He's yeah. So cool. Is what's he cool? What's you? You don't like pirates or dinosaur? skeletons? <laughs> I'm not saying he's cooler than Riptor. Riptor is great and should have been in the game. I mean, there needs to be more just monsters in the game. There's still Saber Wolf. What's, you know, what's so cool about a werewolf versus a dinosaur? They're, they're on equal footing. They should both be in the game. Frankly, there should be more dinosaurs. This should have crossed over with Primal Rage. Oh my yeah. fuss. We really amazing. just need a new Primal Rage yes. game. And yes. excuse me while I get out my soapbox. Yeah, you know, Primal Instinct. How about it? Yeah, the the humans and the robots and the monsters of Killer Instinct get turned gigantic, and then I don't know, go 65 million years into the past to fight the monsters of Primal Rage. (laughs) No, I like it far better if it's literally the cast of Killer Instinct versus the cast of Primal Rage, and if you pick any of the Primal Rage characters, you can just step on the Killer Instinct (laughs) characters and end them. You just eat them. But or then you can TJ- pee on them like the apes can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God, that burning ape piss. That is some serious business. You know, TJ Combo's not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really good boxer. I'm a giant ape who will piss on you. Yeah. Okay. I'm a giant ape with acid piss. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> so, um, hmm. I'm going to punch you so hard in the ankle. Yeah, it would be kind of cool if they had like a uh, like a primal rage killer instinct crossover where your character gets eaten and it turns into kind of like Bowser's Inside Story, like your Saber Wolf having to fight his way out of a giant oh dinosaur God, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and sometimes control it in other fights. Uh, it, you know, it, there's good I, ideas here, guys. <laughs> I really want to see, like, the Killer Instinct cast gets turned into dinosaurs. Like, I want to see Saber Ooh, Wolf as a dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> I think yeah. that would just be Saber Wolf, but he has slightly longer teeth. And he's a lizard. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine, like, the full Gorosaurus? It'd be so fucking cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Cybernetic T-Rex with arm blades? Yeah, I just- want that. <laughs> Yeah. Or a big dinosaur skeleton? <laughs> uh, uh, right. What's uh, wrong with the big dinosaur skeleton? It's like night at the museum. <laughs> yeah, you find him at a museum. He's yeah. a pirate dinosaur skeleton. And a black the- dinosaur with boxing gloves. Like- <laughs> I love the idea of black orchid as a spinosaurus with giant tits for some reason. Yeah. Oh, God. A dinosaur <laughs> with titties where she flashes them and they kill you. Hey, is oh, my fan fiction of- finally coming true. <laughs> Again! Dinosaurs. <laughs> Dinosaurs with titties. <laughs> and Riptor just gets turned into a man. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happened? <laughs> um, I'm Tom Riptor. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I, but it's it's not even like Savage Caveman. It's literally just like some dude in khakis and a polo shirt like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, Ricky Riptor, how's it going? <laughs> Um, I'm going to need you guys to go carry the show for a second because I'm going out to go buy dinosaurswithtitties.com right now. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to need it. Uh, Yeah, but anyway, Killer Instinct Gold. Fine game. Really, I mean, just 
not enough of a like cool Nintendo 64 game. Like I, I played it back when it first came out, and you know, it's like, oh yeah, this is good. It's kind of like the arcade game. Um, not really into it though. So let's, uh, let's I don't know, play something else. I guess they uh, they just didn't do enough. They they deleted three characters and added three characters, and you know, it's like <laughs> let's get rid of the the burning guy and the dinosaur and replace them with. An Amazon woman and a fucking barbarian man. It's like, no, 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 no. You had the right idea. Just add more characters. Don't delete anybody. What the hell? But anyway, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much all I got. I don't know if I can do the voice again. Uh, <clears throat> can you do the voice and say dinosaurswithtitties.com? Yeah, okay, so uh, dinosaurswithtitties.com. <laughs> Is that and, uh, the episode title? Oh yes, let's let's move on to the next game. <laughs> game five.
Oh god, we have so many good ideas. All right. Um. Originally, there was going to be four main characters: uh, Schneider, Carrie, Cornell, and uh, Corler. Uh, eventually, Schneider was renamed Reinhardt, and uh, Corler, a shotgun and chainsaw wielding monster, was dropped from the game completely, and Cornell was moved to the sequel. have to give the whole trivia but can you just run down those character names again <laughs> um schneider was changed to reinhardt um carrie uh cornell and corler okay cool thank you you're welcome so let's see what we got Oh, uh, we've got a hat trick with Castlevania on the N64. Ultra! Uh, hey, it's back. 64. Cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Ultra 64. Um, hell yeah, man. I, you know, I kind of forgot that there was Castlevania game for the Nintendo 64. What a strong game to finish with tonight. I was going to say, yeah. no, no. Don't start this with hell yeah. What a strong no. game to finish with, right? <laughs> it's a great game. Castlevania, it's a, it's a classic series, and this is a beloved entry in the series, right? I rented the shit out of this game. Yep. Like, probably five or more rentals. Like, this game... It, I mean, it wasn't great, 
there was this one part that I always remember terribly, but the rest of it, I you know, it was fun. I had skeletons driving motorcycles. Yes. Uh, you know, the th- you know first three D whip action, which was pretty cool. <laughs> so Gigantic well skeletons. Done. Greatly um, implemented three D whipping. Yeah, the yeah. hedge maze was fucking very like tense. It was it was pretty cool, like your first three D Castlevania. I don't know. I it has a soft. I have a soft spot for it. Yeah, hey, I and get it. They eventually made a sequel that was basically what they wanted this game to be like, and uh, I never played that one. But it's supposed to be like this game, but like like a thousand times better. So there's that. <laughs> right. I never uh, I, I never bothered with that because. Uh... If I knew it existed, I probably thought it was uh, about like this, and this one put a bad taste in my mouth, man. I, I rented it like once, and I could not get the hang of this game whatsoever. It was hard as shit, and uh, you know, just that Nintendo sixty-four level of confusingly undetailed. <laughs> like, yeah, I had I don't rem- like you know I vaguely remember like trying to open some gates and fight a giant skeleton and not even being able to figure out how to whip in 3D and just being like, oh, fuck. I'm fucked. This is so <laughs> confusing. Uh, now it's nighttime. Oh, it's even worse. Ah! <laughs> but David, tell us all your favorite, uh, favorite memories about Castlevania for the Nintendo 64. I was going to say, I definitely remember this will take me a sec. R- renting, like, the original Castlevania on NES and playing it as a kid and being like, well, fuck this. I'm never going to get anywhere in this game. And then renting this game on N64, like, well, wait a minute. Like, it's 3D. I have a better handle on things. I'm, I've am i more matured and everything. Like, hell yeah, I could probably get farther in this. No. Um, <laughs> this game. Nope. <laughs> this yeah. game's rough. Yeah, no, I honestly, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't have any clear memories of playing this game. I just remember frustration. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, no, no, like no, I no. said, a gate, you're, you're a big not... skeleton, and uh, I got nothing. Let's just say you're not misremembering. Those are your memories of this game. <laughs> yeah. You've suppressed everything else related to it. <laughs> Man, there was this this hedge maze. And like you had to like chase this like like creepy like kid in a like purple tuxedo, and the whole time there's this like Frankenstein's monster-looking thing chasing you, but one of his hands is a chainsaw, and okay, he dope. fucks your shit up. That seems like it would give him an unfair advantage in a hedge maze. Yeah, he, he doesn't use it like that though. But you can't just cut can... through the maze and come find you. <laughs> like, yeah, seems yeah, like he would give you an move. unfair. It would give you an unfair advantage if your main weapon is a whip. Like, what's a whip <laughs> gonna do against that chainsaw hand? <laughs> get fucked up. Hey, you never know, man. Uh, you could, you know, kink the, uh, kink the thing in the chainsaw. You could wrap the whip around the chainsaw, and it could get all kinked up, and then that neutralizes both your weapons. So now it's just a fist fight against a giant Frankenstein monster. I mean, come on, it makes sense. Yeah, because um, that's how the N64 worked. Very, very detailed weapons and fighting. Uh, 
But yeah, so no, he didn't use it to just cut holes straight through the hedge maze, I guess. So that's uh, that's one good thing. But you know, yeah, no, th that's uh, I remember tension and uh, you know utter confusion making that tension worse in this game. I just I, I could never get anywhere in this. Uh, seems like it'd be the kind of thing that would really benefit from like a modern remake, like with uh, you know a little uh, you know some basic things like a camera stick as opposed to the C buttons. You know, uh, a map. maybe a, a little, yeah, map, a little further draw distance, you know, yeah. just one or like two more polygons. Castlevania Lords of Shadows was like, hey, we're going to make a 3D Castlevania game, but not on the N64. Mm -hmm. It was a valiant effort. I'm glad they did it because, you know, when I saw it, it's like, oh, hey, cool. A new Castlevania game. I like Castlevania games. I'll rent that. And uh, man, yeah, no, it didn't uh, didn't work. You know, I think this this feels like the kind of thing where I would have like uh, like a coupon or something, because uh, you know, renting two or three games not happening. You had to rent one at a time, or you had to have a coupon. And when you had two games rented at the same time, inevitably one of them was thrown aside, <laughs> and uh, play, you know, pl and the other game was played in its place. And this feels like that kind of game, like. You know, I'm gonna sandwich that Castlevania with another uh, another blockbuster game, and play Castlevania for an hour, get frustrated, and replace it with a another uh, another game. So that feels like the kind of game this was for me, because I just have not enough memories of playing this. <laughs> I wish I did, because I love Castlevania games. The, yeah, they they uh you know the settings and those Belmonts. Wait, Jesse, is anybody in this a Belmont? Well. Originally, Schneider was going to be Schneider Belmont, but then they changed him to Reinhardt Schneider. So, so there's no Belmonts. Okay, well now you got a problem like that. You know, it's a no sale for me. I like family drama, and vampires, and you know, well, monsters some and things. Good Castlevanias without Belmonts. Oh, are there? I yeah, forgot. Aria of Sorrow. I was just no saying, um, uh, Aria and Dawn of Sorrow were pretty good. Uh, Portrait of Ruin is good. No Belmonts yeah. in those? No, but what's yeah. cool about Portrait of Ruin is you play as Jonathan Morris, who is a relative of John Morris, who's from the actual Dracula novel. Oh. Well, that is and, cool. and is related to the dude from Bloodlines, I think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Well, geez. Uh, I didn't realize, uh, I thought there was always at least a, like a Belmont popping up to be like, hey, Summer Cruz, it's me, you know, Teddy Belmont, and yeah. uh, you gotta fight vampires now. Like, Was he a mobster? Did you, did you say yeah. Teddy Belmont? Teddy! <laughs> oh! John, just because you bought dinosaurs with titties.com, you need yeah. to get your mind out of the yeah. dinosaurs. Oh, no, vampires gutter. with titties. Yeah, yeah oh, Belmont man. titties. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> TittiesBelmont.com <laughs> <laughs> It's horse racing with titties. Nobody's ever going to this. <laughs> Although now I want to say, I do think you can unlock one of the Belmonts in Portrait of Ruin, but I'll have to check. Mm. Yes, do. And then check if the website's available if you add the word titties. Very important things that we do here. Now, um, is, it, is it Belmonts with titties or titties with Belmont? Titties Belmont. That's the okay. first name Titties, last name Belmont. Sounds like a weird appetizer. Mmm, yes. <laughs> yeah. Love that Titties yeah, Belmont. I think to, to start dinner, we'll have the Titties Belmont. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
Mmm, classic. It's very, very highfalutin Eastern European dish. Oh, with extra malt vinegar. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jesse, I mean, you made it far in this game. Did you ever like, uh, beat this? or? Uh... I never beat it, but I got pretty far to this infuriating part where you had to carry uh, nitroglycerin around the castle. Fun. And if you, like, fell from any short distance, it would explode. So, like, you had to Great. be so fucking careful. Awesome. That's, <laughs> that's pretty much as far as I got. But. I love it when games make you be careful when you're not, like, supposed to be in a game. Like, you know, it's a game about whipping monsters. It's like, hey, don't, don't, don't you dare drop that fucking nitroglycerin. That's, yeah, that's a big problem. Better walk slow. Uh, keep that shit level. Pretty good you don't drop that shit right now. Um, but, yeah, uh... I was trying to think, you know, what was, like, the, you know, I was thinking the obstacle to, like, good, uh, like, can, you know, picking up where you left off in games back in the day. Like, with the Nintendo 64 stuff, you'd save stuff to your memory card, and then you'd return the game to Blockbuster. So, you know, somebody else would get to pick up your save file. And then you inevitably would delete the stuff off your memory card and replace it with something else. So, like, you know, unless you really kept a game and paid those late fees and beat it on, you know, all the way through... I feel like we never finish things back in these days. (laughs) Like, if you didn't own it, you didn't finish it. If you, you know, if you tried to fucking keep your data and, uh, you know, rent the same copy or some shit, you like, the only way I remember beating games I didn't own was renting a copy with a nearly completed save file. That's something I miss. Renting a game and having, you know, be a Nintendo 64 cartridge with, like, a 97% file of, like, Banjo-Tooie. It's like, yes! Oh, we're we're in business now. (laughs) But, ah, that's something just lost to time. Game rentals and data, you know, game data stealing. I don't know. I I definitely remember renting Ocarina of Time before purchasing Ocarina of Time. And when I purchased it, it it's like, wait, what do you mean I'm a kid? And I don't yeah. have ice arrows. Yeah, bullshit. What the fuck is this game? <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was just a one-scene game where you fight your way down a tower. <laughs> fight Ganon. Game over. <laughs> uh, but, anywho. Uh, Castlevania 64. I guess not officially called that. Just Castlevania for the Nintendo 64. Oh, the other thing I remember about this. Uh, did anybody have those Nintendo 64... Uh, or the Nintendo Power covers where they had secret codes for the game on them. I feel like yes. that's a David question. Do you remember that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, a appear in chat and I got distracted. Cool. Um, that's going in a calculator computer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesse, you had, uh, you had the Nintendo Powers with the Castlevania codes on them? Yeah, most of my Nintendo Powers are in 64. Yeah. I was going to say, I... I think I got my Nintendo Power subscription, like, right at the GameCube era, so I think I missed the N64 Castlevania era. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, I just remember it being a, a fun thing, and then, you know, it being a good push on Nintendo's part. Like, yeah, there's fucking game, like, there's codes hidden on this cover that'll help you in the game. So, like, go rent the game and, you know, use these codes. And I don't remember them actually being very useful codes. <laughs> like, uh... This has but, a... a ten-page monster... Yes. Oh, God, I miss Nintendo Power, man. Yeah. They could really sell you on a guy like Reinhard Schneider. It's like, look at that man. You know, I want to go play that game. And 
Use that code. Oh, Jesus Christ, he produced the actual 10-page monster review. Oh, game that tune. Live viewers are getting a treat right now. I didn't realize he just kept his Nint uh, Nintendo Power Stash on stream. Jesse really is prepared tonight. My Nintendo Power Stash is under a table in another room, so I don't have it right now. But oh, okay. Look at this, thought... this two-page spread. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a good spread. You know, mm, <laughs> delicious. I thought, David, you know, if I remember, I thought you had a big stack of Nintendo magazines in your bathroom, but those aren't Nintendo Powers. Those are that newer Nintendo magazine, isn't it? It's a combination of Nintendo Power and Nintendo Force, the spiritual Swek. <clears throat> The spiritual successor to Nintendo Power, which I now believe, which I now, I think goes by NF because of copyright reasons. Damn. But, yeah, if you like Nintendo Power, check out NF Magazine. Yeah, I remember looking at him while I was taking a shit in David's apartment and being like, hey, this is pretty good. It's not Nintendo Power good, but, uh, you know, it gets, the, it gets the vibes right. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Castlevania 64 is dope. Magazines are dope. Taking a shit in David's apartment. It's dope. So, Preferably uh, in David's toilet. <laughs> and no, just anywhere you can read a magazine <laughs> in David's apartment, it. you start dropping them deuces. New uh, Patreon theory. Come to David's apartment and take a shit on his floor. <laughs> anywhere you want, baby. Do that Dragon Ball Z charge anywhere you want. Oh, oh I'm sorry, love it. Jesse. Is that a spread in a Nintendo Power of Magical Tetris Challenge? Damn, dude. It is. You, you should have been producing these the entire show. <laughs> I didn't realize that this would be that important. We're bringing the show right full my circle. The very next page. Uh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck? <laughs> this is like the end of fucking The Usual Suspects. Like, it's, Jesse had all the clues right there and yet scored one point. <laughs> it's oh. almost as if Nintendo Power was advertising the Nintendo 64. Who would have imagined? Real talk. That last one, though, I think he just showed the hexagon-based Tetris that we were trying I to did. think of. Hexite. Hexite. Jesus Christ. Oh, that my God. Mind blown. I it's thought that was Game made up. It's on the Game Boy Color. Ugh. Barf. Um, anyway, fucking what an episode. What a show. Johnny, let's take it to the calculated computer, my man. Calculate. Calculating. Computer action. Calculating. Uh, huh. Um, okay. That was weird. Uh, hang on. Let me see if I can fix this. Oh, yeah. This whole bit. Let's see here. Yes, <laughs> I forgot what time of year it was. David, you really got to remember to not go fix the computer as we approach August every year. Do uh, I have to get the shit kicked out of me every year? <laughs> I mean, yes, you do, because we recycle clips on this show. But uh, man, oh man, I can't believe it. We're back again it's time for August Absurdity, everybody. Oh, no. Woo, boy, we got a hell Coming of a month for you, Johnny. Yeah, I cannot believe that it's time 
for me to redeem myself yet again. <laughs> Yeah. I can't believe it's time for me to lose my crown after a whole year. Yeah. Hey, Jenny, you never know, man. You could win it again. You know, I, back yeah. to back. I feel like the GTT Sisyphus here. I just keep on trying to get to those finals, and the boulder just keeps on rolling back down the hill. So, uh, man. I was going to say, it's like, you don't know, Johnny. You could win it again. No, we will make sure that never happens. <laughs> It was, uh, it really it was the best possible outcome last year. It was pretty great. But uh, anyway, no, fuck you, John. I will be winning this year's August Absurdity. For people that are maybe not familiar with what's going on, it's about to be August Absurdity, our head-to-head month. So, uh, yeah, we've got a uh, we got the August Absurdity tip-off coming up next week, so I guess no winner this week. I scored the most points, but I, you know, I don't know. Akuma invalidates everybody. It's, a, it's the Akuma Challenge coming up next week. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be competing against each other head-to-head for, uh, for seeding for the tournament. Winner next week gets to pick their opponent. The other two square off, and then they'll meet in the August Absurdity Finals. So, it's going to be a hell of a fucking month. We, uh, we always have a blast doing this. We love acting like we actually take this shit seriously. So, uh, tune in next week for the tip-off of August acting. Absurdity 2019. Yeah, acting. No. <laughs> uh, we definitely always take it seriously. Um, you know, Johnny, by take it seriously with titties.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I can't keep <laughs> buying these dot coms, guys. <laughs> I'm broke, man. I'm broke. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, awesome show tonight. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks everybody watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Search for Game That Tune. Check us out in podcast form uh, anywhere you get your podcast. Search for Game That Tune. Give us a listen there. We, we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks to all of our requesters this week. They all put their request in the Discord, and they said it so many times that we had to choose it. So uh, head on over to, I don't know, GameThatTune.com and find our Discord link. Join us. Chat along there. Make requests. Uh, you can also make your request GameThatTune at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at GameThatTune. You can make your requests on YouTube in our 24-7 video game music live stream that's always going and sometimes I'm there and I'll take your request and maybe I won't even play it on the show maybe I'll just add it to the YouTube stream or something I don't know you, you catch me on a good day um, thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune it's the home for our fun exclusives we've got GTT gyms we've got game that tune mixtapes we've got Jesse's covered up shows uh, we're always doing something fun and we're working on getting our movie commentaries back going again. I feel like we should crank out a bunch of this stuff. We should really overwork ourselves for August. Like, let's just, you know, August overworking absurdity. So everybody, you know, clear your, uh, clear your schedules, get rid of all your adult responsibilities, say goodbye to your wives, and let's all do just weeks and weeks of movie commentaries and things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by say goodbye to your wives with titties.com uh, <laughs> and yeah so uh, say yeah. hello to your wives without titties <laughs> say goodbye, say to, goodbye to your wives with titties as opposed to <laughs> without I don't know. Uh, but yeah thank you to everybody checking out Patreon thanks to our uh, Patreon super fan tier producers Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles Bradford Stevens you guys are all fantastic and uh, yeah, um, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Game That Tune. Hit us up there. We love chit chatting about video game music and stuff. Or you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpregan.jr. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore Legend. And you can find David Fleming on Twitter at dfdfleming. Well, um, 
we uh, didn't declare a winner because Akuma came in and busted up the computer. But uh, as the uh, as the one who picked the theme and also scored the most points, I feel it's up to me to uh, you know just announce the uh, the bonus tunes headed into uh, you know the end of the show. It's our Nintendo 64 spectacular, and uh, you know we all you know come to certain agreements, and this was going to be the bonus tunes no matter what. So uh, Johnny, let's just uh, let's just go to it, and we'll see you all in August absurdity. Peace out, everybody. What about now? It's time to rock with the bigger debug bumble. What about now? It's time to rock with the bigger debug bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the bass. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the bass. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the bass. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the bass. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the boot to the boot to the boot boot. Bump to the bass to the bass bass bass. Bump to the boot to the boot to the boot. Bump to the bass to the bass bass bass. Magical Tetris Challenges, copyright 1998, Disney Enterprises Incorporated, and Capcom Company Limited. Pokemon Puzzle League is copyright 2000, Nintendo of America Incorporated, Game Freak Incorporated, Creatures Incorporated, and Intelligent Systems Company Limited. Snowboard Kids is copyright 1998, Atlas Company Limited. Killer Instinct Gold is copyright 1996, Rare Limited. Castlevania 64 is copyright 1999, Konami Company Limited. So Jesse, you were tonight's winner, man. So uh, you know what are you what are you taking us home with? Oh man, I'm going with Buck Bumble the time because it's just such a great song and N64. Come on, guys. I think, I think it's actually somewhere in the N64 charter. Peace out, everybody. Uh, so David, you're tonight's winner. Uh, what's that bonus tune you're taking us home with? So I f- completely forgot that August Absurdity was a thing and chose um, b- bonus music tied to a specific theme, which I'm throwing out the window because fuck it, it's the N64 episode. We're going out with Buck Bumble, baby. Oh, bump to the boot to the boot to the base. Peace out, everybody. Johnny, you didn't win the show. You're awful at this, but you, uh, you know, I guess you get to play the bonus tunes tonight since Akuma busted up the computer. So, uh, what do you, what do you got for us for bonus tunes? Well, you know, the other day, Daniel, I went out and went out to some clubs, and the whole time I was there, I was thinking, like, you know, I really wish they would play the music from Buck Bumble. So that's what we're going out with tonight, Buck Bumble. <laughs> Fantastic. Peace out, everybody.